the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. For the next two hours, we're here talking about car, car repair, your car, our car, your neighbor's cars, problems you've got, questions you've got, concerns you have, symptoms that you have. And I was told that I should use type F transmission fluid in all my newer model cars, which was a fluid that we had in the 60s and the 70s or the 50s. And we can talk about any of those kinds of questions. The easy way to do is call now. We have open lines available. There's five of them, 602-508-0960. Those of you that call in from out of town, because we stream the show sometimes, yeah, we'll put you on first as best we can, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Let me tell you about Quality Transmission. Here's a voicemail from somebody. They didn't leave a name. I took my car into one of your auto repair shops because I failed emissions. After looking at the vehicle, they asked me if I had just had my transmission worked on, and I said yes. They said I should take it back to whoever did it because they left a sensor unplugged and the harness melted on the motor. I was expecting to pay a diagnostic charge from this shop, and they didn't charge me a dime. Then I took my car back to Quality Transmission, fully expecting a fight and a $300 bill. They shook my hand. They sincerely told me they were sincerely sorry they would take care of it. I picked up my car later. Everything fixed. No charge. Both shops were on your list, Mark. Thank you very much for your referrals. These are the kind of shops I have on my list, and I'm proud to recommend them because I know they're going to stand behind their work. All of us make mistakes. But this is a good example of quality transmission recognizing we made a mistake, no arguments, we're not going to fight with you, we're going to fix your car, we're going to sincerely tell you we're sorry, and we're going to move on. The first shop, I'm proud of the first shop that said, didn't throw, you know, jump with both feet on the other guy. Because these two guys are joined at the best car repair shops, they know one another. So the first shop said, well, they left something loose, go back and talk to them. The customer benefits. Sure, there was a little inconvenience, but evidently it didn't make any difference to them. But that's what quality is all about. He's on Hayden Road in Tempe, McClintock, Hayden, same road, between University to the south and the 202 to the north. Been around for 100 years. Bob or Steve at Quality Transmission is a great place for you to go. Bill Conian, Frony Twist Street Auto is sitting next to me. Bill, good morning to you, buddy, buddy. Good morning, good morning. And uh, what's new in your life? What's new in my life? Well, wait, before you go that... Start from, give me a quick snapshot of the last, uh, I don't know. Well, since we did the radio show, maybe, in the last year or two. Okay, good. Um, let's, let's go back. I have a bad memory. Uh, you know, the first thing that sticks out in my mind is uh, the last couple of years have been pretty rough at my shop. Um, last year, last summer, during our busy season in Phoenix, uh, my lead diagnostician had a heart attack. 
Oh, it was looking like he was pulling through and going for a triple bypass. So, you know, we we're all pulling for him and visiting him. I sat holding his hands with tubes sticking out of him uh, so his so his daughter could go home and get a little rest um, at the hospital. And uh, and we, we held on for him. You know, okay. we pulled for him. We prayed for him. We didn't want to replace him. But we're a small shop, two master technicians. Half my shop was gone during my busy season. Everybody pulled together and did what they could, and we got some temporary help which was a problem. I have very strong feelings about ethics and quality for my customers. I can't hire just anybody. Yeah. I also can't lie to them and say they have a career with me because I was going to hold this position open for a damn good person. Mm -hmm. We made it through last summer. He's had plenty of doctor's appointments and physical therapy and things, and he's almost up to 100%. Um, so we're pulling through. And he's a good man, and we're glad we stood behind him. You know, that that, uh, that makes all the difference in the world. How long had he been with you before this all happened? Uh, we've been there almost 14 years. He's probably been there 10, 11 of them. You know, okay. most of the years, he, he's been my guy. A absolutely. A very dependable guy. Very. Um, he's probably one of the first guys there in the morning, one of the last guys to leave. Well, you know, he'll do whatever you need of him. Right. And he cares about, like, like me, cares about the people he serves. So does he use words like weeping and seeping? Only because, yeah. not for us to sell people things, yeah. only because I believe, as your car guy, my your paid advisor, if I don't tell you everything I know about your car, I'm not doing my job. Okay. So I should let you know that something's seeping, okay. but that that's normal and acceptable to me, and I'll keep an eye on it for you in the future, but I'm not going to ask you to put that new power steering pump on that car. And and that's what's missing, the second part of that. I, I see weeping and seeping in one out of every five emails. I took it to so-and-so, I took it to this dealer, I took it to this independent shop, I took it to this chain store, whatever. And they told me they had them weeping and seeping, and it was $700 rack and this and that and the other. What was missing on the other side was, is um, I see a little wetness here. I, it is a concern. Here's what you're going to see, probably. When you start adding power steering fluid, would you come back and see me? Yeah, <laughs> you know? if it's ever measurable. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've, I've had that weeping and seeping called a leak in in my book. You know, there's there's a difference. It's right. broke or not broke. You know, yeah. there's there's normal seepage and there's an actual active leak that's dripping. Might gonna make it to the ground or the exhaust or something. That's right. But seeping's a different story. It it um it it does. That's exactly right. I tell my guys, um, it's either broke or it isn't. Now, if you see something like seeping, then I've got a little wetness that concerns me. I'm gonna make a note so the next time you come over here, I'll change. We're gonna look at it again. If you see anything on the ground, give us a call. Let me know. That's it. That's you, kind of the truth. You know, the broke or not broke. I once worked for somebody here in the Valley who said, you know, Bill, life isn't always black and white, broke or not broke. you got to spend more time in the gray area. I left there. I, and that's you know, why I run my own shop. You know, i got to tell you something. That would drive, that's something. If, if, if I interviewed a technician who said that, that <laughs> the, 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 there would be no way he'd have a job. Yeah. Because anybody that's looking for the gray in the car repair business, is 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 self-serving right they're they're looking for a way for them to do i remember one kid he had a uh a uh i don't know what it was he had a he had something for wheel cylinders and uh, he'd pull the cup back and it'd be wet back there and he sold wheel cylinders kind of sweaty yeah was Just, it actively leaking no, dripping you know no, i want to see i want to see fluid to the bottom of the to the backing plate i wanted to see it dripping off the bottom of the backing <laughs> plate and uh so anyway after two or three different conversations we we had to send him on his way it yeah. just wasn't going to work out and we were really concerned about that so is he back to work full-time 
He's back to work full time. Okay. Has been for quite some time. Good. So we're we're on the road. All of us on the road to recovery. Well, good for you. Good for so you. So now we get to kind of turn the page and and be back to normal. You know, like today, if it doesn't rain, uh, we're gonna hook up the trailer to the motorhome and we're gonna go out drag racing tonight. And you're going to Firebird. Yeah, uh, what used to be Firebird, both yeah. tracks closed uh, a year or two ago, mm-hmm. about the time we blew up our car, so I wasn't yeah. in a hurry to put it back together. Um, but we've now rebuilt the car, and it'll be called Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park okay. out there, and I'll, um, I'll be out there waiting in line at the gate at 5 if it's not pouring. Now, describe your car briefly for me. Uh, my wife and I have a 68 Mustang, a, a really pretty black fastback Mustang okay. with an old FE4 to 428. And uh, we we drag race that uh, mostly locally. I usually don't go farther away than maybe an occasional Tucson, Tucson or Vegas. Okay. And in the quarter mile, when your wife drives it, her her lapse time is. <laughs> she refuses to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like she's not really sure she likes that nine millimeter we bought her. You know, some things are just overkill for her. <laughs> <laughs> we just we're not on the same wavelength as they are. I, we're you know, wired different. How many purses could I buy with what you spent? With what on you that? just spent <laughs> yeah. on that? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> we do hear that about my racing budget. Exactly. <laughs> so the ET on the car. Um, it's uh, I've slowed it down to make it more consistent and winnable. Okay. I've slowed it down to ten fifties. Just short of 130. So okay. for a real car made of miles steel, an hour. in the quarter mile from right. a standing start from zero to 130, ten and a half seconds later. All right. And to put it, put it in perspective, some of the high performance cars of the 70s, the 70 Chevelle Supersport with the big block motors, and some of the big block Ford Mustangs and stuff mm-hmm. like that were 12 second, 13 second, 14 second cars. And out of the short room, yeah, you'd be lucky if they went 1450. Right. Yeah. So so your car is running 10. So you, you're a full how's my math a third faster than those stock production cars roughly so and there's this steep ramp if you tried to graph how much work and money it cost to pick up a second Mm -hmm. on a 15 second car that first second comes pretty cheap and the more you try to pick up the scale gets higher and higher and more difficult and way more costly so for a car that a real car made out of steel that has seats and door panels and glass roll-up windows a real car to, to go best of 1027, 132, I think, um, then that's kind of doing something. Now, your car... Uh, naturally aspirated. It's got a four-barrel carburetor and no power adders. Okay. Naturally aspirated means no turbocharger, no blower. Right. It's just a naturally inhaling engine. It's a big air pump, and I let it do that naturally, and I don't sneak in nitrous. Okay. Nitrous. Um, explain to me what nitrous does. N- nitrous... You add two things when you add nitrous in your car. You put some ex- squirt in extra fuel, and okay. you fir- squirt in ex- extra uh, uh, nitrous oxide. So it's it's kind of like supercharging your car. You're putting in a smaller space, a lot more ability to make power once you compress it and ignite okay. it. So n- nitrous is just going to make the explosion bigger and better. Yep. Now, you got to let go of the button a long time before you decide you think you should because there is some still in the line. So we've seen guys out there at Wild Horse Pad go clear into the desert because they hung on to the nitrous button too long. Uh, yeah, you close the throttle, it's still going to get air and fuel, right. more, more or less, you know, with the, with the, with the so gas So are you shifting your car? Four-speed, uh, uh, automatic? Automatic. I shift it, but it is an quote-unquote automatic transmission. It's manual valve body automatic transmission. All right. Well, let's go fix Reagan's car. Reagan, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, okay, so I have a 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. Okay. Um, it has 53,000 miles on it. And about 
six or eight months ago, um, there started this buzzing, rattling sound in the dashboard on the passenger side in the corner, and it it sounds like a like a like a hive of bees. Okay. And they cannot diagnose it. Okay. What do you think? And it's very think, annoying. Okay. When she she finished her last sentence, I thought you might need a different diagnostician because yeah. there's nothing you can't fix. Would you call this uh, like rhythmic and cyclical, cyclical, like click, 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 or is it really like, mm, like a buzz? Yeah, it's a buzz. It is a buzz, and it only happens at high speeds. Okay. I, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go down to, uh, to a paint store, and I want you to buy the whitest blue tape you can find, that hmm. stuff that you mask off stuff with. For, like painting walls? Yep, yep. I okay. think they have some three-inch wide stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want you to go all the way around the outside of the windshield. Bill's shaking his head, <laughs> and we're both laughing. I want you to block off. I want you to overlap a half an inch of glass and then to the outside. I want you to completely overlap it, and I want you to put that blue all the way around, 360 degrees on your windshield. And then okay. I want you to drive it. And <laughs> and then if I'm betting the noise will be gone. And then you're going to start peeling tape off about 10 inches at a time. And are you saying do this where the dashboard and the, and the glass meet by the windshield wipers? Yes, on the outside, outside of the windshield. Okay. On the outside of the windshield, we're going to go all the way around the windshield. Now, the windshield fits into a rubber boot, and then the rubber boot fits into a, a matching metal uh, protrusion of the body. So I want you to cover that whole gasket area with masking tape. And okay. the reason Mark tells you that is when you said only happens at higher speeds, we took that as road speeds, which could be wind speeds. Right. And it sounds like something's fluttering um, around. Yeah. So yeah. we may need to reset the windshield on the car, um, and there should be a, like, water leak that goes along with it. But once we identify where the area is, then it'll be easy to fix. And there's a lot of plastic in cars. Anything that flutters around can make noise. This might actually be the inner wheel well liner, that plastic liner right. in the right front. And it sounds like it's underneath mm. the dash. There's, 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 um, what part of town are you in? I'm up north. I'm in the Carefree area. Okay. Um, you could go to Air Park Auto. I know that they would be willing to give it a try, and I, they are certainly capable of handling that. It's if you can demonstrate it. If you can demonstrate yeah. it, I'm quite sure they can find it. Well, that's been the problem is every time I take it in, not every time, I've only taken it in twice, it never does it okay. for the guy. It only does it when I'm driving the All car. Right. You stay right here because on the other side of the break, I have some advice for you. Stay right here. We'll be right back right after this. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. 
It's the White House mega scandal no one is talking about. Ever since the mid-90s, there's been a hidden force at work in the stock market. And every six years, this dividing force causes the stock market to crash. The White House inflates an economic bubble, and Wall Street is about to pop that bubble and cash in at your expense. It happens every six years. It happened in 2002, it happened in 2008, and it's going to happen again in, you guessed it, 2014. Protect yourself now by logging on to ScandalStocks.com for a free special report. It's called the White House Scandal. Three ways to protect yourself from Washington's six-year itch. It's absolutely free, and it includes three ways you can protect your portfolio's value, even grow your wealth, while everyone else is swept up in Washington's six-year itch. Get your free White House Scandal report now and protect your investments before it's too late. Log on today to ScandalStocks.com. That's ScandalStocks.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem, Bill Conian from 25th Street Auto is my partner today, and we're here to help you with your car questions, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto. If you, if you think of the central Phoenix area as a square box, let's go Camelback to the north, let's go the I-10 to the south, and then the east and west boundaries are the 101 and I-17. In that area, I could only find one repair shop to pass any kind of muster. Uh, on our list of requirements and that's Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School. I had a hole there and I needed to fill that but when I found Larry Harker's who's been around and been business since 1967 I'm thinking to myself this is the guy I need to have on the list. So they passed all the the process with flying colors auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance all kinds of foreign and domestic cars they're really good at what they do and they're at 38th Avenue and Indian School. So I'm really proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Okay, Reagan? Yes, sir. Uh, here's the story, Bill. Are you ready for this? Ready? I get a call from the general manager of another radio station. He says, get your tail end down here. I think I'm in trouble. So I run down there, and he goes, come with me. We go downstairs. We get in his car. And keep in mind that Central Avenue on 3rd Avenue is, is one way southbound, and 3rd Street is one way northbound back then. Okay. He takes me, we're going down south on 3rd Avenue at a speed that is criminal law, okay? <laughs> and and I'm going, what are we doing? And he says, just wait, listen, listen. So we go south, then we go east, and then we go north on 3rd Street. And we're doing criminal speed. And I'm going, you know what? I'm a little leery about what we're doing, <laughs> so maybe you can tell me. There's a noise. There's a noise. My spidey sense says yeah. we're not supposed to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going. I'm thinking Dublin, the lawful speed limit, is illegal, and I think both of us are going to go to jail on this one. <laughs> and so finally he, he gives up, and, and I'm glad. I said, let's just go back. Let's just go back. So now think about it. We're heading south, then we go east, and then we're coming north. Just as soon as we turned westbound, the faster we went, the faster the... And he goes, there it is, there it is. And I said, pull this thing over. His name was Jim Tazerak, by the way. 
That's the general manager, big rough guy, former policeman, St. Louis. He pulls over. I said, pop the hood. He pops the hood. There's a flyer somebody put at the grocery store on the wiper blade of the driver's side, out of his sight, that's flapping like crazy. I wad it up. I throw it in him. I said, take me back to my truck. Don't try to kill me again. <laughs> so, Reagan, that's what you have to do. You have to figure out what the heck you do to make that happen. Are you going into the wind? Are you going against the wind? Are you going opposite of the wind? Whatever. You have to figure out how to do it. I can tell you this much. Bill, would you agree that we could safely tell her this is not something that's going to cause her the need of a tow truck? Correct. Okay. This is not something that's going to break you down. If you wait, it's going to get worse and easier to find. But if you can make it happen, I'm quite sure any shop on my list can find out what it is if you can make it happen. And the best thing you can do to help a technician fix your noise is demonstrate it for them. Learn as much as you can so that you can duplicate and then take somebody for a ride. And if if they won't call a technician up to the front counter, go somewhere else. Because the translation is never going to happen, and, and, and it's never going to happen. You say, I insist you assign someone to go for a ride with me that's of technical nature and that was it's probably going to work on my car. There's nothing wrong with you insisting that, okay? That sounds great. That okay. sounds great. Okay, thanks for taking my call. You bet, Reagan. You Thank you very much. You guys are smart, and I love to listen to you every Saturday morning. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Reagan, Bye-bye. for calling in. Bye. David, you're up next, buddy. What can we do for you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Good. Yes, uh, I have a couple of Malibu questions for you. Okay. Um, the first one on my old uh, 1977, I just noticed um, when you turn the ignition on and start it, my, my fuel gauge goes like way past peg full, like way out of the universe. Okay. And then when you shut it off and let it sit for a while, it'll kind of creep back up to halfway. And if you try to keep repeating the process it just pegs out okay bill bill knows what that is uh, from most of my old car days were at a ford dealer and they wire things different on a ford if the wire or the sender shorted to ground it goes full if i remember correctly older gms were backwards if you lose the ground that happens that's right now what makes me wonder is usually when you turn the key off though the gauge kind of goes to a rest and no matter what the rest of the car the the sending unit the ground all that stuff is doing it should go zero. Mm-hmm. If this one doesn't, it makes me think that you got a problem in your dash, a problem with the with the with the dashboard or the I mean, excuse me, with, with the gauge for instance, you know, something right. in there. Now, can you do you do you have the ability to go back to the back harness and cut the wire and feed an ohms resistance value? Have you ever done that before? Oh. Me or the yeah. owner of the car? No, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what what we're talking about is is that we would go back to the back of the car and find, and it's usually a green wire that goes to the sensor. So you find the green wire, and you just cut it, and then you have a device that you, and you look at the book, and it says a 77 Malibu. Um, for empty, it should be 77 ohms. So you dial in 77 ohms, and you say to the guy on the side, where are you at? And he goes, I'm at the full mark or three-quarter mark. We already know you got a problem. So then you go back (laughs) and you say, uh, on the full mark, it's zero ohms. So you just zero your meter out, and then it says should be full. We can do that. Most shops can do that. Bill can do it. I can do it. It's, It's a matter of testing it. Now, what you can do is you can take the wire that goes to the forward, and if you ground it, it should peg the gauge. On your Ford, didn't it go empty? No, on the Ford it would peg when you. All right, then the General Motors is the opposite. Was the opposite. So when you ground the wire that goes forward, it should go to empty, and when you cut the wire, it should go to full, but it shouldn't go out of that range. Right. And another thing you can do, we have that tool. 
you know, okay. you'll plug in the resistance. Another thing you can do at home cheap is if you can find that information, and it may you may find it online. You, may, you don't have to be mm-hmm. an auto mechanic with a shop manual, or a, or a computer program. Um, uh, real quick, while Radio Shack is still in business, yes. you go and you buy a 12 ohm resistor, or a 30 ohm resistor, and a 2 ohm resistor, whatever it is, for half empty and, and three quarters, or and full, and you can just in between that wire and mm-hmm. a good source of ground, you could, if you're a do-it-yourself, you can do that kind of thing much cheaper than buying the, the tool that you and I use. And you're only going to use it once in a while. And, and what he's talking about, David, is is that we're going to cut the wire that goes forward to the dash. If it's not easily unpluggable. Some of the old cars were. Yeah. So you, you get the green wire, not the one that goes to the tank, but the one that goes forward. Now you attach, a you, you strip a little bit back, and you attach, let's say, a 30-ohm resistor. So you attach mm-hmm. the 30-ohm resistor, and then you have a little jumper wire from ground, and you just touch the end of the resistor. So you're actually grounding the wire that goes forward with a 30-ohm resistor resistor in the in the line. And then you look at your book, and that determines that it should be empty or full. But you either have a sending unit in the tank that's bad, or you've got a gauge in the dash that's bad. It's going to be one of those two things for sure. You had another question, David? Yes. On our 2014 Malibu, um, um, I checked. The light didn't come on, but for the tires, I figured, well, I hadn't checked the air pressure in the tires. And they're supposed to be at 33 pounds, and they were all down about 28. Is there, like, a figure you can use of, like, would you lose a lot of fuel mileage by tires being about five pounds low yeah i don't know if a lot i would agree with the word a lot but you're going to lose fuel economy um but i can tell you that the general motors has about a seven pound spread so if it's seven if it let's say it's an eight pound spread so that's four up and four down so your light didn't come on if i were you i'd just drop it down another four or five pounds on one tire and drive it for a day or so and that light should come on the tpms light comes on that tells you the system is working and it has a brain and if you want the best fuel economy then you need to go to the maximum inflation on the tire okay and the difference on the door sticker is going to be what do you say 30 what did you say david 32 uh, 33 uh, 33 pounds okay so it's probably going to be either 38 pound tire or a 44 pound tire i doubt if it's a 44 it, it could well be a 44-pound tire, but what I like to do, because tires are going to get hot, or, or a, di- a different day is going to be hotter, mm-hmm. and I don't like to that tire to end up being at 46 if the maximum is 44. Okay. So I like to you know take 10% off. So a 44-pound tire, I put at 38, okay. uh, which is higher than the door sticker most manufacturers are going to tell us to do, but the tire lasts longer, it runs cooler, you get better gas mileage, if you, the closer you get to the maximum. But I really am not comfortable at the maximum. All right, but, but let me tell you that that that's not the case and I'll tell you why right after this break but that's not the case because we built in that so the tire manufacturers will tell you they've built that in I do believe they have 200 degrees in so we'll be back right after this not all repair shops are the same Mark knows the best shops and two of them have just been presented the Better Business Bureau's International Torch Award for Business Ethics Tony's Auto Service Center and 25th Street Automotive that's nothing short of amazing These two shops know cars, but they care about the families they serve, our community, and the environment. They hire the best and stand behind their work with an ironclad warranty. Mention this announcement and receive a special discount on your first visit. For Tony's Auto Service Center at 56th Street and Thomas, call 480-945-7788 or go to Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. That's Tony'sAutoServiceCenter.com. And for 25th Street Automotive at Indian School and 25th Street, Call 602-955-2637 or go to 25thstreetautomotive.com. 
That's 25thstreetautomotive.com. Either way, definitely two shops you can trust to do what's right. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Many political observers believe control of the United States Senate and the question of whether Harry Reid hangs on to his majority leader's powers come down to three Senate races, Alaska, Arkansas, and Iowa. The great news for conservatives is that the GOP has nominated warriors in all three of those races, and not just political warriors, but honest-to-goodness warriors, actual veterans of the war on terror. In Alaska, the Republican nominee is Dan Sullivan, currently a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Marine Corps Reserves with 20 years of service. In Arkansas, Tom Cotton was an Army Ranger who served combat tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. And in Iowa, Joni Ernst is a lieutenant colonel in the Iowa Army National Guard who, like Cotton and Sullivan, is a veteran of the Iraq War. The United States Senate needs more combat veterans who know the enemy from firsthand experience with Islamist radicals who will look with clear eyes and long experience at the challenges facing the country in the decades ahead. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This townhall.com commentary is brought to you by the Salem Radio Network. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Bill Conium from 25th Street Auto, 25th Street and Indian School. Correct. Right. Just North Indian School. Okay. And Mark Salem, sitting here at your service, 602-508-0960. Let's finish up with David on the Malibu. Mm-hmm. He had 33 pounds. He dropped down a little bit below that. He was worried about fuel economy. And, yes, it had an effect. Do you agree? I agree. As far Long as resistance. Right. Um, it's kind of like, right, I, I use this analogy. You're riding a bicycle. Okay, the tires are flat. How much effort does it take to get to the gas station? And then when you air them up, how much better is it to ride? Yeah. So if I if I were king of the world, everybody would run their tires at maximum inflation. We'd get better fuel economy. Yes, your ride would suffer a little bit. <laughs> but you wouldn't kiss curbs and cut the sidewall because the tire's fully inflated. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be skinnier. It'd be skinnier. You made a bit and, out of the way. And there's a whole lot of positives. And the only negative, mm-hmm. name another negative, on on total inflation, on maximum inflation, other than ride. Can you think of one? Well, it's just me worrying about the lawyer complained that I overinflated a tire. Okay. All right. And and, and that that from a from a shop point of view, I agree with you. 
In reality, though, I've sat in the stand many times and been questioned by attorneys for Goodyear and Firestone and Bridgestone and all those guys, and I've heard them say time and time again that they have already got that built in, so you can safely run it at maximum. Here's the deal. The tire on the door sticker is basically to carry, what inflation do we have to have to carry the weight of the car fully loaded? Gross vehicle weight, GVW. That's the, that's the inflation number. There's nothing that says that we can't go to the maximum on the tire. There's nothing that says that. All, only sacrifice is right. Here's the good news. Better fuel economy. The tire runs cooler. <laughs> you don't, when you kiss a curb, you don't cut the sidewall off on it and damage the tire. There's all the benefits aside from all of that. Um, what are you going to run this? If you go to racing tonight, you, you think you'll run a 1050? Yeah. Okay, 1050. And I won't have 44 pounds in my tires. <laughs> <laughs> At 130 miles an hour, what's, what do you have on the front of it? What kind of tires do you have on the front? I got little skinny tires with about 32 pounds in them, and then 11.5-inch okay. tires on the back with about 10.5 pounds in them. Okay, now the front tires, though, do they have a speed rating on them? Um, yeah, but I have a memory problem, so I don't remember. Okay, they're, fair enough. Uh, they're fair. off-road tires, so they're not, they don't do the, you know, the H and the V and the Z type right, thing. Right, right. Because they have some cars now that, that have the capabilities of 180 miles an hour, mm-hmm. but a Z-rated tire is only good to 149. So we have this disconnect here where we've got a tire <laughs> on a car that really can't handle the top speed of the car. Yeah. So, all righty, Larry, you're up next. Larry, how can I help you today? Hi, good morning. Uh, two questions. Uh, I've got a 1989 uh, Honda Prelude. And the uh, air conditioning just uh, cools partially first thing in the morning. And okay. it's the R12, so what's involved with that? And uh, places I call say, we don't have R12. Uh, what's the status? I have R12. Do you have R12? I have R12. I have lots of R12. <laughs> I have lots of R12. R12 got expensive, and a lot of people stopped stocking it. What if they had a leak in a tank? It would cost them a lot of money. But I still have R12. I like to fix your car properly, and I believe in R12 in an R12 car. <laughs> I do, too. I'm, I'm with Bill 100%. I'm not going to change you out. You have classic symptoms of, of a, a problem with the, the Freon level not being correct. And the proper way to do it is pull the Freon out. And let's say, for instance, just round figure sake, it holds 30 ounces. We pull yours out, and you have 21. So we clean yours up. You're going to charge your fee to do that. We're going to clean yours up, put your 21 back in. We're going to put nine of ours, and you're on your way for about $150 or less. I see. And, that's, uh, and, and when was the last time that this 89 Prelude had any air conditioning service? Uh, several years. Okay. Uh, probably about six, seven years. But I, the car's driven... Two, three months a year only. Okay. Well, here's the deal. The good news is you said it blows cold. That tells Bill and I that the air compressor is working. Uh-huh. And the system's probably going to be fine. I wouldn't even chase, chase a leak on that. I'd just, I just, I just put the right amount in and send you on your way. If you're going to drive it two months a year, Me then too. Th- that's all I do. So just top off the Freon? Well, we're not going to top oh, it off no. because we don't have the ability. We have to take it out, weigh it, and put it back in, and, and, and we have to put in exactly what you... We didn't understand years ago it's exactly the amount uh-huh. it's and it's not like checking the oil there's no dipstick you can't top it off yeah. uh, in order to find out how much to put in you have to know how much is in it so you have to reclaim it and weigh it and then you kind of rebuild what we took off but you know you filter right. it and oil it and things like that and reinject it plus whatever it takes to put it back right so that, that's why i said if you hold 30 ounces and you have 21 we we suck out what you got and you got 21 we're going to put your 21 back in after we clean it out, remove the moisture, and remove the contaminants. Then we're going to add 9 ounces more. 21 and 9 equals 30, and you're on your way. 
I, and, that's and, I, and I'm saying 150 or less. And that's why it isn't 1995 to top off your AC anymore. There's, yeah. There's rules and $5,000 machines involved for us to work on your car. And Hi. and it's in your best interest. We're doing a much better job with air conditioning than we ever did before. But thank you very much for calling, Larry. Sure. Can and I ask say one more question? Layer looks better. Go ahead with a question. Uh, yes. Uh, same Honda Prelude. The um, Back in that era, uh, the, the chrome trim around the windows, the sill, all the trim... Uh, they painted it black, so it didn't have the chrome. It had the black look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the black is peeling off halfway, all over that chrome trim. Mm-hmm. How does one? Is that like? Uh, how does how does one get okay. that back to the black look? Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to answer your questions. Anybody else? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixteen. Roy, you'll be next after we finish up with Larry's call. We'll be right back. On June 12, 1987, the President of the United States drew a line in the sand for the Soviet Union. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Fast forward to 2014 when this president lays down the law to Russia, and this happens. This is what happens when you have this crazy notion that the U.S. is not really the leader of the free world and should stop leading from out front. Listen to this station to learn how we are going to get out of this mess. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Hi, folks. This is Alan Thicke. I was the dad on a show called Growing Pains, and like all TV dads, I had to teach the kids about handling money. So here goes. If you were ever to find yourself owing the IRS $10,000 or more, you could be looking at wage garnishments, liens, bank levies. You might even lose your home or business. Not good. That's why I'd tell you to call the people at Optima Tax Relief, because there's a new tax debt forgiveness program just announced by the IRS called the Fresh Start Initiative. By calling Optima, 
Optima, you can jump on one of the biggest breaks the IRS has offered in ages. It's huge. You could qualify for a settlement that's 75% lower than before these changes. They're A-rated by the Better Business Bureau, and they even offer a money-back guarantee. Trust me, kids. You can trust these guys. Call 800-711-5743. That's 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem and Bill Conian from 25th Street Auto at 25th Street Indian School. He's one of my go-to guys in that area. He's really, really good at what he does. Let me tell you about another guy that's really good at what he does, Kurtz Automotive. Kurtz is an independent family-owned auto repair facility that focuses on the needs of your cars. Not their needs, your needs. They opened their doors in 1987. He's been working on domestic and import, gas and diesel. His technicians are ASC certified, means your vehicle is going to be repaired by somebody who's been trained and certified as a professional auto repair technician. Kurtz believes that being an excellent auto repair facility is more than just a repair. It's about certain that their customers receive good treatment, the best treatment, and have a technician that they can trust. Kurtz Auto is located I-17 in Bell, I-17 in Bell. On the northeast corner, great place to go. Okay, you have a question. You have an answer for Larry on the Prelude. Go. I do. On the Prelude molding, moldings, uh, that, that black is gone. You're not going to get it back, but you can kind of duplicate it pretty easy. Uh, you buy some masking tape, and you mask off the area around so you don't hurt or paint the rest of the car, and you can use a Scotch-Brite. You might even find one under the sink uh, of, your, of your wife's that you're using <laughs> to scrub pans. Otherwise, you can get them at the grocery store or a paint store. Scotch-Brite pads, scuff it up so that the paint will stick to it, and then you pick your favorite color of Krylon, flat black, satin black, matte black, whatever looks like the rest of the moldings because you're going to give up before you do the whole car. Match it up best you can, spray it, Peel off all the masking tape, and I think you're going to be happy. And that's it. Right. That's that's your option, and uh, and and a paint and body shop might charge you a hundred, two hundred. I'm guessing to do all of that, yeah. but you can do it yourself. Scotch Brite pads. I'd use the green ones because the uh-huh. green ones have a little bit of a bite to them. And then, you, like he said, you're going to use a, a satin finish, which is a a matte finish. Then you can be uh, flat, or you can be gloss. And I think the matte finish, the satin finish, is the one that you're probably trying that's to what duplicate. I yeah. All right. Good luck to you, Larry. Thank you very right. much, buddy. Thank you. You bet. Roy, you're up next. How can I help you? I have a uh, an Explorer that I put new spark plugs in, and they probably had about sixty to 80,000 miles, and they looked really worn out when I took them out. I was getting 14 and a half miles to the gallon. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll get those fancy Bosch plugs that have four prongs on them. Uh-huh. I had expectations, well, maybe I'll get 15 or... 16 miles a gallon, and I went from 14 and a half miles a gallon to 13 and a half miles a gallon after putting in these new boxes. <laughs> and I was like, "What happened there?" Do you want to give me the bad news, or do you I want... cringe every time I hear somebody say, "I wanted to do better, so I got these fancy Bosch, whatever it is." You know, any they make good oxygen plugs. sensors, That's maybe, right. but any spark plug, I just don't. That car was engineered to have a certain spark plug in it, and other things are kind of different. 
And if you'd like to try to re-engineer your car, like uh, uh, Salem Boys, they modify cars. They know what they're doing. They can make modifications, and they can prove whether or not they work. Um, we don't modify cars. We put them back like they're supposed to. Um, I'm a Ford guy. I put Ford Motorcraft spark bugs back in my Fords, and they always run good. And, and, and unfortunately, Roy, um, you can have, they do make a spark plug with like 10 prongs. But you're only going to have one spark because it's the spark is going to the coil pushes on the fire hose of water until the end pops. So once a spark jumps, the coil stops pushing. It's not like you're going to have four sparks. <laughs> you're going to and then they have all these fancy spark plugs. We're not going to name names, but there's all kinds of fancy spark plugs out there. You are not going to find those on any technician's car himself, unless he <laughs> works for one of any. He works for one of those auto parts stores that sells those fancy, dancy spark plugs. So Every, I should probably uh, put the uh, regular ones back in and not use these well, anymore, huh? You know what I would do if I were you is I would simply go get the right spark plugs that the Explorer came with. Bill suggests Motorcraft. I would put Champion or Motorcraft, and it wouldn't make any difference to me. I would take those back and just tell them you're very unhappy with their performance. After you verify that you'll get 14.5 on the new ones, then after you get the Motorcraft or the Champions in there, you get 14.5. You say, I dropped some fuel economy. I did my testing. I'd like my money back, and I think you'll get your money back for the Bosch. All right, you betcha. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom at Action Auto. Action Auto is a full-service, family-owned operation. He's Deer Valley and North, servicing Deer Valley and North Phoenix since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1979. Tom and his team strive to provide the very best automotive service and the repair experience. They have master ASE certified technicians, and they get the job done right. They want you to know they diagnose your car correctly, they repair your car correctly, and when you pick it up, the symptoms you had will be gone. So they understand the importance of the one, two, three kind of repair. So you can make the best decisions for you. Action Auto is located at I-17 and Deer Valley. Okay, have we got anybody on the lines, Gil? Okay, 602-508-0960. Speaking of Fords, do you mind if I just, can we be like Ford Chevy guys for just okay, a second? Okay, we'll do the Ford Chevy guy. Okay, here. Ford recalls 850,000 vehicles. Now, let me ask you a question, and this is kind of a consumer question. When your ABS light's on, on it's red, mm -hmm. or it could be yellow. It could be either one. Okay, red means what on a dash? In my mind, red means stop. Okay. Tow your car in if you need to, stop. Do something okay. about it right away. I agree with you a million percent. Yellow, on the other hand, means, like a check engine light's almost always yellow. Take care of it at your earliest opportunity. Good. We are on the same track, and that's because, it, but Ford says we have, the recall adds 40 million Fords that have been recalled this year. <laughs> they feel bad for GM, and they want to make them feel better. I agree with you. <laughs> By outdoing them with their recalls. <laughs> They're recalling 850,000 SUVs because of a problem that could stop the airbags from working in the crash. Now, if you're driving down the road, what light comes on to tell you that the airbag system is is down? The airbag light. Bingo. So the recalled models are the oh, Ford, C-Max, Fusion, Escape, Lincoln Mercury, all sold in North America. There's a restraint control module that could short-circuit. Short it's called the airbag module. Yeah, that's what, it's <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> okay. The, 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 but the airbag module can short-circuit, causing the airbag warning indicator to light up. 
The short circuit would also affect the car's stability, control, and other systems. So they say they're unaware of any accident or injuries, and they're going to replace the airbag control module at no cost. There's 745,000 that are sold, Fords that fit this recall that are sold in the United States. What's important here, the message is this. If you have an airbag light on, that means your airbag system's down. Incapable and, of deploying. And ABS is the same. Traction control? Does got to be the same. Stability control. Got to be the same. But they're all the same. If a light comes on in the dash and it says something and it's yellow, it means that system is down. Assume that it doesn't work. Yeah. So it, the recall models Alan just brought to my attention are 2013 and 2014 Fords. So if you have a 2010, 11, or 12, you're not included. This is 13 and 14 Fords. But the idea is, is you're going to be warned. So as long as the airbag light is not illuminated when you're driving down the road, that means the airbag system is live and well. Right now. Uh, right now. And if you have a collision, the airbag should pop you in the face. How important is the seat belt to the airbag? It's one of the key components. Even the windshield is part of the airbag system. Okay. And, and why is the seat belt so important uh, for the, for the, the, the uh, airbag? Well, the airbag is going to explode and you'd like it to explode where it belongs. And you need to be keeping your torso where it belongs. Otherwise, you're just going to hurt yourself with that airbag. It's okay. It's going to blow you out the window if you're not, you don't have your seatbelt on. And, and I believe the airbag is designed around the fact that you have a seatbelt on. Well, and that, yes, yeah. your butt has to be in the seat, okay? If you get hit broadside and you're not wearing your seatbelt, and if you get hit on the driver's side, your body's going to hit the driver's door first. If the airbag pops there's no one there for the airbag to hit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no it's one there. It's going to be insulting. <laughs> <Yes>. you <know? laughs> if you get on the passenger side, your body's going to end up in the passenger seat. Again, the driver's side airbag's going to pop, but you're not there. So the airbag didn't do anything for you. So the seatbelt's just an integral part of that whole situation. Mm -hmm. And you guys that are race car drivers, would you ever even think about going down the track at 130 miles an hour without a seatbelt? No, and I got a lot big, more and fatter seatbelts than anybody else. <laughs> have you got like the five-point harness? Yeah, yeah, three inch instead of the two like the regular cars have. Okay, a five-point is over left shoulder, right shoulder, mm -hmm. up through the crotch. Yeah, a submarine belt because they don't want you going like underwater or under the belt. That's why that crotch belt. Okay, and then two hip belts. Yep. So it has two what we call a, it has a, a lap belt assembly. We count that as two points. Right. And then crotch is three, shoulder, shoulder is four, yeah. five. So that's so what five most point. race cars do, yeah. Okay. Have you crashed yet? No, I like shiny cars. That's why I go drag racing instead of roundy round. I don't like to scratch up my car. Okay. So you haven't been in the desert over there at the old... At the old. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> All righty. Harry. Good morning, Harry. How can we help you? Fine. Uh, how are you today, Mark? Good, uh, good. I've got a couple questions. I know you had talked about spark plugs, uh, and uh, you had, I think, previously said something about the uh, iridium spark plugs. Yeah. The, uh, those are made by Denso. Yeah, Denso. Okay. Uh, do you... Do you like those more than the others, or do they seem to work better, or do you have good? Well, when you're going to – Bill, would you agree that there's probably like three or maybe four levels of spark plug quality? Yeah. You have the copper cores, mm -hmm. which is number one. Then you go all the way up to the double platinum, the titanium, the iridium. Right. And then everything in between, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So when you get up into those high-performance 100,000-mile spark plugs that are the double platinum, then an iridium – is just like the double platinum. It's just a different kind of metal, and supposedly they they conduct electricity better. So as the electric as the coil pushes the spark down the hose down the wire 
to the spark plug, then if the metal provides little resistance, then we're going to get a better spark at the end of the deal. And that's how it works. But I am a fan of the iridium, but only in applications that Denso says they're appropriate for. And I usually use the iridium because they're a little bit less expensive than the double platinums other, in, in other brands. Oh, okay. So that's part of the reason I do that. What other question I had, you were talking about tires and inflation and going to maximum. Uh, I've, I've always kind of been under the impression that you want the, the best contact area, you know, the fullest contact area of your tire. And it seems like if you overinflate, you, you, know, you get a little bit more uh, tire wear in the center than you would to the outside. I agree with you. I agree with you. If, if all things considered, that is if you overinflate, and that means over the 44, the 35. Over the back. Yeah, if if you go over the max, you're certainly going to get some center wear. But but here's something that I want you to picture: you and I and Bill are heading down the freeway on a Saturday morning, about 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Oh, we'd never do that. Bill's <laughs> driving, okay? Because you and I are innocent bystanders of this. Bill's driving. All of a sudden, a deer, an elk runs out in front of him because we're up on the rim, and Bill slams on the brakes. I promise you, he's going to have full. <laughs> tire contact yes, on, on that car. <laughs> well, regardless of what he, inflation he's got, when that car squats on those tires, we're going to have half the sidewall on the ground, too. <laughs> and yeah. you and I are going to have half the seat covers in our back pocket of our jeans. But <laughs> the quench area. <laughs> the quench area. So, so when you look at it from that point of view, but, but, but you're right. If you go over the maximum inflation, which is written on the side of the tire, you run a tremendous risk of reducing the tire contact. And that's not something that and, I suggest. And that would be overinflated with like a capital over. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay, Harry, thank you very well, much, thank buddy. Thank you very much. All righty. And Gil, who else will we have? Jim, can you get your question out? And I get it on the other side of the break. Go ahead, okay. Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, hi. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, listen, I've got a, um, a, a recently purchased 66 El Camino. Um, it has a 350 engine in it with a, a Monte four-speed, and I've got a first floor shifter in it. Okay. And I, I just recently bought it, and I was driving it home, and uh, about 45 miles an hour, uh, between around 45 and, say, 55, 60, Okay. I've got a pretty significant vibration. Okay, now let me ask you some questions. Yep. Is the vibration in the steering wheel or the seat of your pants? I can feel it in the steering wheel. I can feel it in the dashboard. I can feel it in the floorboard. Okay, that, that um, answered my question. Okay. Is the steering wheel moving left or right or north and south? Uh, as far as the vibration? Yes. It just feels like it's... Um, Shaking, okay. a, little, a little bit of shaking. All right. Okay, we have enough. We're going to discuss your problem, but we already know what it is. But I want oh. this to break, <laughs> so you have to wait. So if you'll stay there about three minutes, three and a half minutes after the top of the hour, we'll get right back to you. And, and that means we've got open lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We've got four lines available. Jim's got one, but we've got two, three, and four available. Bill Conium from 25th Street Auto, which is the Indian School in 25th Street Auto, is one of my go-to guys. He's a good guy. We'll see you in just a few minutes. We'll be back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.